Pickaxe. Welcome to Extended Rest for the month of December 2019. This is it. This is the last bit of content until 2020. I'm Jason. I'm usually the Dungeon Master. Uh, but let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. Uh, starting with Bree. Hi guys, I'm Brianna. I play Clara Rothdale from Group C. And a moment ago, you almost hit me in the face because you were gesturing so hard and I felt the air go past my cheek. I can see. Yeah, I've, I've got, <laughs> I I got pretty good That's why we control. play from Skype. Most people don't realize that's why we actually don't play live uh, No, it becomes together, a context because, for it. Because uh, you're aggressive. Yeah. I am. I hit. You know what? I'm just so used to hitting her. It was just the thing where I was I... like... <laughs> Mike, okay. <laughs> I'm take it down. Uh, clarify, that's Jason, a joke. you need to be re- you need to be reminded that this is recorded. Oh, you're right. This is and a... live right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we for legal reasons, that's a joke. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't winking. It just hurts my eye. Um... <laughs> oh my god! Cop should be here any minute. Uh, and Ryan. Hey everyone, I'm Ryan. I play Ferris Alder. Uh, and Valerie. Hi, everybody. I'm Valerie, and I play Elena on Group B. And Jasper. And I'm Jasper. I play Merrick Ethelred uh, on Group C. So we're going to be talking about episodes uh, 10, 11, and 12. And there's a lot to go over. This Again, we're we're not running down every single event in, in the shows, but I do have some stuff written down here because we have a lot... What? He's written down on a post-it note. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what? Don't diss the post-it notes. Yes. I love I, post-it notes. I, I, it just, it was so perfect. It was exactly you. And it made me smile. I That's like all. post-it notes. What should I have written it down on? Written with a Bic pen, I assume. Oh. What? What a stationary <laughs> snob. I didn't know I was living with Rob Wiesahan. Um Wow. <laughs> So I have it written down, and uh, we're going to be talking about 10, 11, and 12. So there's a ton of stuff, uh, starting with 10, which is a Group B episode, uh, which kicks off with uh, the group essentially talking to Jadzia. I was in that one. I'm Jadzia, by the way, also. Oh, yeah. I wanted to kick things off by asking the chat and... um, (laughs) <laughs> I'm getting all kinds of messages. I'm going to turn that around. Uh, by 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 asking you guys what you think about Jatsia essentially giving permission to go to a different city that's hundreds of miles away and giving this group and her city's paladins permission to attack someone from a rival city. Yeah. A place where Jatsia has no jurisdiction, those paladins have no jurisdiction, and Group B certainly have no jurisdiction. How how do you guys feel about that? Is 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 vigilante justice the way? I feel like that was the right choice. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I w- I would just put this out there. It is a mm-hmm. bold power play, mm-hmm. and we know that at least in in this world, uh, things are not taken lightly. Um, and so a power grab like that, uh, even if it's not intentionally being a power grab, it's definitely going to be interpreted that way from several groups. I feel like that's going to 
like, that's, the purpose of the letters was supposed to be like, hey, bro, we cool. Like, we're just going after the enemy of our enemy. Yeah. Um, but I do think that they could definitely take it. The other two houses. Like, I don't, I think yeah. Tessio will probably be cool. Uh, I can't promise it, yeah. but I think so. He's playing with his phone. Oh. Sorry, guys, if you can hear that. It's Pippin. He has a phone. Eh. Um, but I, I'm not sure how Silverclaw and Hammerhand are going to react, and I'm not going to pretend I am. Uh, I think the the second that Darmok's name was uh, attached to everything, that was her turning point. But I'm not saying it's smart. <laughs> well, one of the reasons I ask mm-hmm. is because I'm a huge fan of mob movies. I, I grew up on them. I love period piece, drama type things. And a weird, a weird thing that's happened, uh, in our history anyway, is there have been figures like Bonnie and Clyde and Al Capone and, uh, 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 like John Gotti, people like that, who have this strange respect from the, the quote unquote working man, like the everyday person. And there are probably a lot of people that the Black Hand have, uh, has helped, obviously not 100%, um, altruistically. Like um, it's not, yeah. it's not like out of the goodness of her heart, but she has helped them. If not the actual authorities in Brightport, how do you feel like they would react to, to people who might not even be in her organization? Mm. People who would just be, Dock workers and, you know, loan sharks, bookies, whatever. Like, do you think they would spring to, like, spring to attention, help her out? Or be angry that someone would come in from an out outsider's perspective and just take over? I, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. And I think the reason I didn't think about that is because of the way Brightport is run, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like, I think about Milo as a character who's a who's in the Safe Haven Society. He's just a regular person in Brightport. And I don't think he'd care because at the end of the day, none of the uh, politics of Brightport help him in any way. Right. So unless you're involved yeah. in the houses, that's just a thing that's kind of lured over you where it's like that's so beyond anything that I can affect anyway. Right. Why should I care? Which mm-hmm. might not be the the common person's thought process, but that's definitely <clears throat> like it's already so messed up there. Like literally three dragon statues control how Brightport is run. That's pretty weird. Well, yeah, the whole thing is weird. And yeah. It's, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like it's not like I voted. So who the frick cares? You know, I don't know why I'm censoring myself. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see if it kind of devolves into a civil war of sorts within the city of you're going to have people that are in a camp of, oh, well, yes, I made a deal with the Black Hand and they helped me out with this one thing. So I feel attached to that. But then you're going to have the other side of it of, well, yeah, the Black Hand has just ruined my fucking life and I want them out um, or even of, well, maybe this is the chance. You're also going to have people scared and, you know, all yeah. sorts of little camps. But I wonder if it's going to basically dissolve into this two-sided civil war inside the city. And I'm thinking of it best case scenario, right? Like this goes off mm-hmm. like a surgery. Like <clears throat> Group B goes in. They have the backing of paladins. They, they, they cut out the black hand, extract it, and then there's a little vacuum. Yes. That's mm-hmm. assuming there's no collateral damage. Mm-hmm. Innocent people don't get hurt. Buildings don't fall down. Like, I'm, yeah, like that's, yeah. that's a big assumption. 
Yeah. And, and it's like, all Karen's fault. If there's like a civil war type thing, I almost feel like this can be kind of a, like a purge type thing where there's a lot of rich people in Brightport who would be fine even though they're involved. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of poor yeah. people who will not be fine even if they're not involved. <clears throat> and that sucks. I, yeah. And I don't have any good example of this. I'm sure there are thousands. But mm-hmm. every power, whatever, like context that's happened for quite some time, there's always a moment when it gets to a breaking point and it all sort of like shakes up like a snow globe and everything comes back down. Mm-hmm. Like that happens over and over and over and over. It might be decades, but this might be one of those times when Brightport, as we know it, could end up becoming, if things are set in motion, into a different kind of Brightport. Oh, and yeah. that would be really, really interesting. I have no idea what yeah. it would be, but. Could be one of those moments. And I'll eat a Cheeto. And Jadzia could be starting a whole new war. Who knows? Uh, worst without realizing it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, without, yeah. without meaning or Best not without any intention. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, Can I come at it um, as a naive person? Please. Um, <laughs> I think everything's going to be great. I, I think everything that I'm about to say means nothing. Okay, um, I I think if people are doing things with the black hand, like there's a good chance it's illegal. Mm. If the black hand gets taken out, one way or another, all those people, because I feel like, especially with more of the like, it's kind of like a mob. Maybe this isn't how mobs work, but I feel like a lot of people get into it without meaning to. They just kind of accidentally become involved. Val, you know a lot about the mob because you watched The Kitchen, remember? So just No, I didn't. Oh. I didn't. I came late. <laughs> oh, damn. Yep. Well, you oh, missed yeah. a hell of a movie. That was, uh... You missed, wow. uh... Mm-hmm. You know what? Mm-hmm. I've blocked it out. I actually <laughs> kind of not realized what you were talking about. Yeah. And then I had to, like, retrace my steps. You guys so thank, thanks for bringing that back into my memory. Thank the Lord that cats didn't come out during Dragon Con. Get I was thinking ready. the same thing. <laughs> Dragon Con 2020, Emoji 2, baby! No. Emoji Movie 2! Oh. I'm oh, just God. hoping for cats, too, for 2022. <laughs> More cats. <laughs> okay, can I talk about the yes, mob? Sorry, somewhere? sorry. Okay. Yes, please. Educate um, um, so, you, oh, people get involved without necessarily meaning to. So I feel like if the black hand gets taken out, there's going to be a lot of people that will feel very fine about it because they were, they know they were doing the wrong thing anyway. They were like, oh, well now I don't have to deal with consequences if I wanted to back out anyway. And then the black hand would have been mad at me. Now that's not even a thing because the black hand's taken care of. Oh, like a lot of people who have deals with the black hand owe the black hand something. So it would mm-hmm. be kind of just like, yeah. oh man, that worked out. <laughs> yeah. Well, then on, on the flip side of that, though, with a group like DRP, I don't want to give away too much of that. But there's promises on the other side as well, just for even any sort of crime organization. It's okay, well, I'm going to do this if you do this in return. So there's also that flip side as well of, well, I'm putting in all this work, and maybe I've worked for them for 
10 years at this point. I'm, I'm about to retire. I'm about to get my payoff. And yep. that whole thing has just been stripped mm-hmm. away from me. I feel like there's a big gradient to it, right? It's mm-hmm. because I think like uh, like a paladin's view of it or something like that, or even um, there's a very binary black and white. It's like it, crime, bad, black hand, bad, which to an, a certain Demon's extent- is bad, hell bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to a certain extent, I absolutely agree. But mm-hmm. to use the mafia analogy a little bit, uh, you got the black hand mm-hmm. at, at the top, and obviously there's some sort of, um, there's some sort of interaction with demons. There's So all that's bad. But as you trickle down, there are yeah. a ton of people who benefit from her being in power that have nothing to do with crime. I've seen enough mobster movies because mm-hmm. of Jason to know, like, you don't, like, okay, the mafia, and this is historical as well. Historically, the mafia has also done good things. Like, the police aren't looking after these houses because they're filled with Irish people. We'll look after your houses for you. If someone fucks with you, we'll fuck with them back. Because the police aren't going to do anything because you're this person and that's going back a ways but even even um geez even looking at uh uh unions and 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 stuff like that when that was a little more of a a a noble following like unions kind of got a bad rap now mostly because of the mafia but that became a greed issue like look at it from Mm -hmm. a brightport perspective you probably have a lot more cargo coming in and going out all that cargo can't be legal but you have regular ass dock workers I mean, loading. It could be. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> when it comes to legal. when it comes to the black that's hand. back to Valerie's point right. of like you're choosing to do a bad thing if it's not legal. Yeah. Right, right, right. But okay, there are people loading that that stuff up and tending to ships and cleaning stuff that have nothing to do with what's mm-hmm. on those ships. Mm-hmm. They're just hired labor. They're they're unskilled labor. They're grunts. Yeah. But they're getting paid to do something because there's more stuff coming in. There are more mm-hmm. jobs, and it's right. it's completely subjective and it's very gray. But yeah, yeah, I think if the attack is not surgical or successful on the first time, then I think it's going to turn out into this bigger citywide all-out yeah. war, and there's going to be a lot of different sides and, and stuff for whatever they want to fight for. But then after that is said and done, and let's say the group is successful on that front. Okay. Well, congratulations. You came in, you took out that one thing you left. Now what's going to happen with that whole power vacuum now, yeah. because there's a lot of sub organizations within the black yeah. hand. Yeah. So are now, instead of everyone underneath one banner, are we going to see 500 different, little groups all doing their own thing and they're not organized at all yeah so is that going to be better or worse and g soto brought up something in the chat which is like new black hand because that's how the black hand works and Mm -hmm. who knows maybe like two or three black hands trying to duke it out figure out who's going to be the new black hand um, yeah in brightport of like three of her subordinates or something like that Uh, but that's being really optimistic and saying that that gets taken care of quickly yeah also we have to remember, I think, the reason why we're taking out the black hand in the first place. It doesn't necessarily have to do with the fact that she does crime. Yeah, it's it's the you know thing. like yeah. like that's that's not the main reason we're taking her out. We're yeah. taking her it's out a threat because, to the world. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So in that case, I feel like no matter what happens, it's a better outcome than the world ending. Right. <laughs> so, like, we yeah. always win. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. Well, like, okay, you walk in. 
do you have any proof of that beyond it's like well we had a vision we spoke to god we again and they were like what you did guys you do sounded right before that vision right <laughs> you guys sounded crazy talking to jetsy you imagine trying to convince an entire city of that like it's like well you're just going to have to take our word for yeah. it like that's that's not exactly due process. Here, she she was mucking around with demons. I promise. Well, uh, yeah, so it's yeah. it's it's a tough thing to. Also, we cut off our hands and ate them. I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but also looking at just kind of the average Joe perspective of, you know, let's say you come in, it's a somewhat surgical operation. You're able to take that black hand out. Now there's a lot all these sub organizations that are all fighting for different power well you just made the average joe living hell living inside of that city but they're not aware of what the other outcome was right exactly so their perspective of what you just did is the absolute worst and who knows maybe a community of those band together and put a bounty on your head because of that and it could be like a Cuban Missile Crisis thing where years yeah. later people find out and it's like, wow, that almost happened? Shit. But it, Yeah, absolutely. You, know, you got to be years removed from that. Didn't they know that the Cuban Missile Crisis was a thing? Not to that extent, no. Oh, okay. No, because they didn't know how close they came to annihilation. My mom told me they did, but she might not be a reliable witness, so I don't know. Maybe she was on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> she was working for Castro. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Probably. I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, never mind. I uh, say screw them all. Like, we're helping them. <laughs> if they have a problem with that, wow. they can go. You can take fuck it right up with Valerie. I'm. <laughs> you, you sound like such a little authoritarian, and I didn't expect that <laughs> from you. I did. Like, it's we're going like, to go I, in there. We're going to. Make a dictatorship happen. Uh, we're yeah. just gonna cut their fucking heads off if they speak up. What's the problem? Like, I... I'll tell you. I'll tell you something that is gonna be imported to Brightport. Bean leavings. Let's talk about chocolate in Theria. Congratulations to Group B for discovering quite accidentally chocolate. Well done. Well Yay. done. Uh, oh, that's, the, that's the well done of a defeated man. <laughs> it, is. it is. It's been an amazing, amazing time. I really congratulate you all on your uh, win. <laughs> I, well, I forced. I forced coffee, basically, roughly. Yes. So I, I'll give you. I'll give you chocolate. And I, evenings would be a better name for coffee. It honestly worked, yeah. had nothing to do with what was best in that. That was a really fun scene, especially after such a heavy start to the episode where it's like, oh, we got to talk about all this political stuff. It's like, now let's go to a food cart and screw around for 35 minutes. And demons, just, demons, war, demons, demons, chocolate. I get to just I get to like really get into describing gross ass food. And my favorite is listening to Karen react because I feel like she's the easiest to get a rise out of. Like you can hit, just food stuff, yeah, for sure. I I, I feel like it, that like she's really good at visualizing like a mm-hmm. smell or like a like a taste, and she's just like, oh, just yeah. Like she she gets visceral about it. Like Mandy also reacts very heavily, but it's just immediate. Like it's overarching. Like that's gross. Karen gets yeah. there. She goes yeah. to a place. <laughs> I feel like it. <laughs> we'll get a message from her in just a second. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yep, there we go. Everything about that. <laughs> uh, let's talk about episodes 11 and 12 consecutively. Let's let's talk about stuff because we have a lot to go over. Because everybody out there had some opinions. Uh, it was two crazy weeks on the Discord server, on the Facebook page, oh. all that. Like, it was a lot. And uh, I'm glad we got Jasper here uh, to uh, say something for himself. Defend and yourself. Defend, <laughs> def- defend Mary. <laughs> so, and I'm here to defend love. Exactly. <laughs> In whatever way, shape, or form. I just oh, have the grenades, you know. When that's, we that's get it. into that, I have some things to say. Okay, great. Me too. Me too. All right. I can't wait. So, okay. but let's start with episode 11. Now. That was me rewinding. Uh, the, episode the episode that didn't exist. Technically. Yeah. As far as you know. Yeah. <laughs> So, the group has to fight Werewolf Merrick, and as things progress, they get worse and worse. And we really couldn't have planned it out better, but I was pinballing back and forth between, you know, Merrick talking to Mm Barak, and then the group fighting Merrick. So... Mm -hmm. Merrick's consciousness is just kind of, it's like the Hulk. Like he's, he, he can have this calm, rational discussion with a demon lord and perhaps sign his soul away. Meanwhile, the rest of the group's just trying to kick this goddamn werewolf off the ship, get it away. And thank God mm-hmm. there's only one of them. And it didn't roll particularly well. Oh, yeah. But neither did some of you. <laughs> Which. <laughs> It's not important who rolled a crit one and summoned the biggest monster we have in our book. Doesn't matter. (laughs) 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 Um, We're looking at. I just did. I just got all the stats in and everything. It would have fucking destroyed you. Oh, we would have immediately died. Yeah. Jason did the math. It has a challenge rating of 16. Not that that actually means anything, but it means something. It like, means just you would have been gobbled up. Easily. Gone. But So we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But I do want to come back to the point that that crit changed everything. For yes! How, oh, ab- absolutely. Things yeah, would have happened really for, for Merrick. Because that was, that was there was a quick chooser in adventure. Uh, and right. that, that happened. And, changed, and let's talk everything. about that. Because you and I had a discussion. I, uh, 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 like Michael Jaraki. Michael Jaraki was very upset at Merrick. Not Jasper, necessarily. Mm-mm, mm-mm, um, although he did write me and say you should be removed from the show and your head removed from your neck, but I don't think that was... You know, okay. that's... I, I love you still, Jasper. It's okay. That's a separate conversation and is probably still valid. <laughs> <laughs> but... Merrick was clearly <clears throat> rejecting the offer up until yeah. that crit one. Up until, because it was well in hand. I hearken it to uh, the greater good. The fight, that individual fight was well in hand, but the mm. larger battle mm-hmm. wasn't. And, you know, Malchus doing what he did probably mm-hmm. cut out weeks, if not months of fighting and, you know, unnecessary suffering, all that stuff. But at the time, it felt very unnecessary, maybe. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as 
Hugo, you were rejecting the deal. Merrick was rejecting the deal. And then that yeah. crit one happens. The Romeo starts to surround the ship and get ready to attack it. And that's when you cave. So what, yeah, what's going on in your head there? What, what, what were you thinking? Uh, well, I'll just validate what you were saying. Basically, I mean, the whole time, if you've been listening to Merrick talking to Barak, it's been like, like, I know you're in me. There's not much I can do about that right now. I might use you to the extent that I can feel comfortable doing that. And that would only be under certain guidelines. Like don't hurt anybody. I don't want you to, I don't like the Royals, but I don't hurt them. Mm-hmm. Um, I want my friends to be okay. I want to save the ship so that my friends aren't dying. Cause he doesn't know what's going on underneath. You know, everybody could be drowning underneath. So he's just trying his, his damnedest to make everything be okay. Um, he, he, it's basically, he's got a parasite. He doesn't want to deal with it, but he's used it a little bit, probably more uncomfortably than he should. That's the limit. So anything else about some sort of contract would have been like, yeah, no, you know, right. Go away. Like I'm not, no, no, we're not doing that. Like you're just kind of testing the software. You don't want to buy a license. You just want to. Not at all. (laughs) And honestly, that's basically, it's like, it's like, I'll, I'll use this until my trial is up. And then at that point. I'm not, that. I'm deleting yeah. it from the computer. I'm not going to do, I'm really, and, and I think that's very, very much true. It's like, I will do this. It was never about Merrick. Um, if just to give you some insight into what's going on in the background, it was never Merrick saying like, I'm tempted by this. Oh, I want I, maybe I'll go to the dark side of anything. It wasn't that it's, it's, well, I've got this, maybe it'll help, I guess. And if I've got it and if it helps me and my friends, then great. Otherwise, not interested and I'm going to get this completely taken care of as soon as I can, even before the werewolf thing because that's – Merrick feels like he's part of a werewolf thing. Like that's it. That Merrick is that and, and getting rid of that is weird. But this is just some sort of weird parasite. Then turn it all around and all of a sudden in this last moment and I can see the movie in my head about it all and, and, the, and this 3D alternate re- like virtual reality um, hologram on the table and it's like oh and by the way I don't know if you realized but this thing is underneath it about to destroy all of your friends after all of this has happened anyway so Merrick never thought oh no my friends killed me I hope we can go back in time it was oh yeah they did the right thing anyway you're going down to the bottom of the ocean too and great, you know, problem solved everywhere. All problem solved except for crit one and a bunch of tentacles. And that was really the moment. I mean, even for me, I was ready. I was that was going to be the, you know, well, that's the way that you know it ended for Merrick. Right. And in a way, nobody will ever know. But he did his part in saving you know the world from Darmok and and other things happening. But instead, he had to decide. Well, I guess I'll kick that can down the road. I'll figure it out. Yeah, I'll get my friends. We'll figure it out. We'll do it again. We'll save the world. I don't care. We'll figure it out. But there was no there was no chance up until that moment. And in fact, I didn't even consider it until that moment. Yeah, that was because like when you snapped that pen in half, I believed you. I was like, oh, fuck, this is a really cool end for Merrick, but I wish he yeah. weren't gone. And then yeah. the crit one and the... Yeah. And also the reveal that, like, oh, I'm not in that statue. Fuck you. Like, that well, was then a it was whammy. like, yeah, yeah. Then it was like, okay, well, then I don't have the leverage I thought I had, but I can <laughs> save my friends. But I can oh, save my right. friends. Whoopsie. That yeah. doesn't necessarily yeah. change the plan. It's just like, oh, this ah, isn't as I, final I as I'd hoped. Yeah. 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 
I'm interested to see what, uh, well, firstly, everybody in the chat, uh, what were your thoughts? Were you angry? Were you excited? Were you happy? What, like, what, besides the fallout from that and what happened in that moment, what did you feel? And Valerie, I'd like to get Valerie's perspective on that because she's not in the group. I'm not. Um, it, listening to it, I was uh, driving home um, listening to it. So I was in my car and it was just so fun to listen to. Like every time something happened, it was like, oh my gosh, like when uh, Merrick, like I thought Merrick was about to sign the papers and then he snapped the quill. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> that quill snap. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, and just every time something happened, it was so exciting <clears throat> because I I always come at it from a this is the story and we're all just telling a story. Like I don't necessarily <clears throat> care how things go one way or another. I'm just I just get excited that they're going somewhere. Right. So. All of this was so exciting. Like, it doesn't really matter to me what happens. It's just that something cool is happening. Um, and just the whole scene and everything was so cool. And I loved it. Yeah. And that's all I have to add to <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, give all us right. one second, page because we're going to talk about the logistics of going back in time. So that was... That I think that was one of the first few episodes that I actually, or the first episode that I actually went to the Facebook page afterwards and posted a thing. It was like, oh my god, what just happened? Because there was so much stuff going back and forth, mm -hmm. and having make I, this is a big call out to to Jason of making the call to have merrick watch from an overhead view as to what was happening it was like oh that's so much of a demon dick move right yeah. to, to do that. Yeah, it was I'm gonna horrible make you watch yeah the, yeah the... like mm. you're gonna sit there and watch your friends take you on and watch you attack your friends and you cannot do <clears throat> a thing about it and again that's not knowing how the fight was gonna go it's oh, no, like, absolutely. Well, i mean that like okay obviously that demon <clears throat> is it, it, like it has all the time in the world, so it, it was biding its time because it was along for the ride, pretty much all of arc two. Barely spoke, and you know, and then kind of mm -hmm. faded into the background until Merrick yeah. needed something, and specifically yeah. that day on that ship needed Merrick Every needed day. him a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. So in that moment, it's like I'm never going to get a better opportunity than this. Let's kick back. Let's hang out. Let's watch. Like you know, it's yeah. And it's, it's terrible. And, and it I was don't... one of the things leading up to, I guess, the ultimate decision that Merrick ended up making of, like, you can see the entire arc that we've had so far. Merrick's always been about, what can I do to help my friends? Yeah. And it's always been about the friends, other than the moments where he just got overwhelmed with, like, yeah, I got to deal with, a little... with the royals. <laughs> Yeah, he but, went a little self-centered, but he was never yeah. like anti. I don't think Merrick yeah. has ever ever done anything that was against his friends' interests or purposefully yeah. hurt his friends ever. Like and 
keep in mind, like, for a character that's been on the show that long, that's actually very impressive because almost yeah. every character does something to piss off their group or to, like, yeah. be underhanded about well, stuff. Yeah. He's, like, the he's worst misguided. Desert, the worst that yeah. he's ever done is, like, lie by omission yeah. or chop off someone's hair that didn't want to be chopped off. Like, those were your two. Yeah. <laughs> those yeah. Were the but, two. But even and at they that let point, you know. <laughs> but even by that front, though, from, like, coming at it with the perspective of Varys, it was... You know, okay. Well, if I if I call Merrick out of that he lied to me, he could easily just say, "No, that's all in your head. This is something that we really need to deal with," and then just move on. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's no reason for him to apologize. It's just something that we need to move on and we need to keep doing. But the fact that he just kind of sat there and was like, "Oh crap, no, you're right." And then, you know, that's Merrick's world is all about his friends and the people that he's traveling with, and so. You know, when he sees the tentacle monster coming up underneath them, it's at that point, it's an easy decision. I would say that, and and correct me if I'm wrong, so Merrick doesn't look at it like I've lost and I need to give in. It's like, okay, this is just the next move in this game of chess. And hopefully, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's, imagine a chessboard and... You know, Merrick, it's just a small chessboard. It's just maybe like five by five squares, right? You know, something small, and he's just moving some pieces. He's been playing a very slow game with Barrack a little bit, and he's like, okay, we're almost at the end of this. And thinking that he's either got either a a checkmate or, if nothing else, like a stalemate. It's like, well, you're not going to win. I'm not going to win. Who cares? You know, everybody loses. No problem or whatever. And... But then all of a sudden, it's almost like Barrick said, oh, wait. And then he pulls a piece of paper. It's like, oh, the board is bigger. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. really? Like it's like 18 it's like by 18 squares? The fog of fine. war was yeah. just yeah. Yeah. pulled back a little bit. So it's like, okay, fine. We'll just play a longer game. Fine. And of course. And it, but it was never, you know. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not going to play by the rules. Like that. It's, I'll just wait no. until I can find the other way to get you to that point. I'm curious. I'm really curious to see how that conversation with the group is going to be as far as, you know, what's, what's going to come out as far as what was changed are, you know, are we going to be told that time was altered or is it going to be one of these things of just, Hey, I, I, I made a deal with this demon and I need your help fixing it. Or, you know, are, are we going to be left in the dark at that piece? Are we going to know more about it? Or is it just going to be this kind of silent goal as we progress? So I'm, I'm very curious as to that. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. How do you tell your friends? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I changed everything. I, I, I made yeah. one decision that mm-hmm. changed tons of stuff and you had no say in it. And this, like, it's yeah. a big, yeah. It's almost a consent issue, I want to say, which is weird. But yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's strange. Like, it's 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 it could be a rough conversation to have. Well, and so if I remember right, I think I I, I asked a couple questions about this when we sat down to play uh, the session after. Was our characters, they don't get any sense that anything is different at all. No. For as, as far as what they are aware of, this is the way that it always was, always is, and always will be. Mm-hmm. So it's not even like part of Merrick's argument would be like, 
come on, if you look at this, doesn't it just feel different? Right. Like, you can't even go to you the emotional try. side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He probably would try, honestly, and be like, just test it out. Like, I think he already gets the idea. I think he has mm-hmm. a sense of what's going on. But he may, like, um, hey, remember that thing? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, me either. You know, just yeah. to test the waters. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, but, you know, we'll see how. We'll see what Merrick's plan is about how he might want to approach it, or at all, if not. I don't know. So let's answer some questions. Uh, to catch everybody up who may not know what we're talking about, one, listen to the episodes. Uh, two, essentially, Merrick signed his soul away to go back in time about tw- not even 12 hours, like the beginning of yeah, that, that morning. morning. That yeah. morning, yes. Not just that, but essentially kind of handing a blank check over to Bark that's just like, please make this better. Just give us a yeah. better chance. Like, give us a better start. So that seems like a very small decision. Because mm-hmm. you could have chose to go back two, three years. And you and I had a long conversation about this. Yeah. You pitched it to me in that session. You could hear me react. It's like, oh, we could do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, I'm starting to write things down at that point. But I know what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do. One of the big things was we don't want to make a big portion of the show feel like it was for absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't want people to. It's like, oh, yeah, all of our two didn't happen for these guys. Something like that. Or make decisions that you guys have made stuff in Umaniero stuff and you know yeah. any of that reverse yeah. engineered and and stripped that away. And I remember that was one of the times that everyone in Facebook was very upset. Is like this bullshit? They're gonna go back in time and yeah. change everything and nothing matters. And yeah. it's like mm-hmm. I I even think you responded to someone like, wait till the next episode. Just take a breath. You got yeah. a week to wait. Just don't worry. <laughs> don't assume the worst I, yet. I, I think out of anything, if any time was going to change, it was perfect that it was just essentially one episode, just one yeah. morning. That was the only thing that changed. And yeah. but it also made it to where a few other things were almost kind of retconned in a sense. But as far as episodes, as far as right. product that was put out there to but everyone, can, it was just canon was not. Yeah. Jason yeah. explained it to me and the things that were retconned weren't technically retconned. Like, yeah. So it was like a better boat. And like, that's pretty much what it was. Explain the thing that I'm involved in. If you feel like it. Well, okay. I have a lot of people asking questions. It's like, well, what else has changed? What else has changed? So let me give you an example. What Barak did was not just make things better for the group itself, but Everyone on the ship, the ship itself, and how you set sail. So there's this ripple effect starting with the glittering prize and moving outward. So, okay, obviously things for the group are better. Uh, mm-hmm. How you left Umanero is a little better. Like everything, everything, like obviously uh, the, the royals got held up a little bit longer. The weather was better. The ship is, you had a better deal on that ship and all that stuff. On top of that. Everybody for the, everything for the crew worked out better. So there's a tragic backstory to someone like Thorin. Thorin lost her brother. Uh, there's a that you know because of the Strahd campaign. 
-hmm. In this reality, Desmond never left Brightport. Oh, snap. That crew is alive. That's fine. So that's why Thorin's not trying to raise the Romeo. That's why... Jasper resurrected Tempest, guys. <laughs> so that's why we like. I, there's there's lots of little things that, of course, wouldn't come up in the episode, but th- like everybody in that crew is having a slightly better launch. Like your your entire mm-hmm. your entire voyage is better because of these things. And uh, like obviously, there's there's crazy time nonsense. Like you should not have gotten to Talor as quickly as you did. That's that's Bar kind of like. Like just go, yeah, and then they like, blow in the sails just a little bit. Yeah, it's like okay, now you're on your own. I gave you a good head start. You're good, but no, Steve, mm. that was not my Dragon Con resurrection. That is still in my back pocket. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's a lot. There's a lot of little things, and I like if a demon's going to make a pact some, with someone, and you're going to sign your soul away. Why not get your money's worth, right? Why not? Yeah. And. To Barak's credit, it's not like a genie, like a monkey paw wish where mm-hmm. he's trying to dick you out of your soul right. and it's like, well, you didn't say, but like, it's not that. It's like, it's, no, it's give me your soul. Yeah. No, for real. I'll, no, I'll give you something in return. Yeah. Yours is a pretty big soul. He's Let like, me take it. I got you. Fist bump. Boom. Okay. Get out there. Be somebody. And like, he keeps saying, yeah. he, he keeps saying, and I don't know where, I don't know the motivations of it, but he does continue to say no i i I really actually like you merrick and for some reason merrick believes that even though he hates that even being part of the relationship right like it shouldn't be personal yeah i believe that too i think yeah like stop saying that just do the thing or as a demon if you're alive that long whenever someone's interesting you like them right right off the bat like Mm -hmm. oh this is different all right let's see what happens like yeah. If someone's going to make a deal, they probably either do so right away. Like, they'll probably seek the demon out, right? It's like, hey, I'm in a real bad bind. Um, did, did, yeah. eh? like, but there's like all this foreplay with Merrick. Like, he had to get romance for a while. There was weeks <laughs> on the road. You got to know each other. Like, yeah. So that moment where he gets to lock you down. Oh. Well, speaking of that deal, uh, one of the questions from Jasota was, how much did you guys talk about that stuff behind the scenes? Here, I know the answer to that question because I was just around. So I'm going to use the restroom very quickly. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to answer it. It's like, <laughs> oh, I know the answer. I, 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 so, I, I, she, she is. She's going, she's going to do it in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to pee uh, and tell you. No. Um, we had one conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and essentially it was just us reassuring each other that it's like, hey, this isn't to like – strip anybody's agency away or screw anybody over or take away those moments. Yeah. It's we basically wanted to talk and make sure that we were on the same page, which we were. Mm-hmm. Um and just kind of nail down little things, like things that Merrick would have wanted in the fine print, so to speak, and then tell me all the ways I could just kind of run wild with it, where it's like, I wouldn't be paying attention to this, this, or this. And I'm like, excellent. And <laughs> I I kind of get free reign of those things. What about the the point that we ended up kind of rewinding to? Was that part of the the first suggestion? No, that yeah, that was just in the Skype thing. Like he he okay. asked in that moment. Yeah, I as I was thinking as all of that. So first of all, just to back up for just a second, none of this was 
planned, right? Like all of the, everything that happened with Barak and yeah, everything, like all of that, that just happened. And so it was really on the fly, like making decisions. It wasn't like some big arc we had come up with about Barak. In fact, it might not even come up all, all arc if, you know, he hadn't stabbed his hand with a knife and tried to talk to him. Um, I forgot what I was talking about now because I'm a long-winded person. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, oh, as we were talking about, like, it, I, I just said, you know, Merrick just said, I, I just wish we could just go back in time. Like, you know, it wasn't even really a wish. It was really just like a, ex, like a, a, a example of what he, just yeah. please make it go away. Right. And then mm-hmm. it kind of dawned on me like, well, maybe if that can happen, maybe we could make that happen. And that when would I go back? And like we've been talking about, I don't want to take away character agency i don't want to take player agency i don't want to take away like canon okay what would be the easiest thing to do and it would be simply get through the big storm and get through like people hurting each other and like pirates and just it's just been like two big encounters that's it just Mm -hmm. go back and make that be okay so i typed it up and i had it ready in the skype to you and it was just waiting there for like probably 20 minutes until it got to the point where it could potentially come up. And I was like, I got it for you. Oh, Hang okay. On. So oh, I, had, nice. I had considered it and sent it over. And, and then he said, yeah. And then I, yeah. I tipped you over to the edge. One errant kick, man. One, <laughs> one. I, one. <laughs> all I was trying to do was kick him off the ship. Because <laughs> I'm like, there's no way that's like, it's like, I know because of the level up and stuff, it's like, my physical attacks are now considered magical and it's not going to be necessarily that half damage and, and whatnot. But it's also at the other part, I know like Ryan knows that he's healing and everything else, but I'm just thinking of from the desperation of Varys, my option is kick him off the damn boat and then we don't have to deal with it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's, to I your think credit, you kept kicking. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, you like, did no, much better than the, the, the follow-up. The other thing is that, you know, Varys missing a kick, he's not going to know anything that, you know, the Romeo was summoned behind him. Right. So I couldn't even play that into effect if he's like, oh, shit, all right, well, I can't do that anymore. He's going right. to keep kicking. He's going to keep trying to, to save kicking. everybody that's there. I feel like <clears throat> that's a perfect example of why I like using those random crit tables. Just because, like, in one moment, and one yeah. dice roll completely changed yeah. both that fight, that deal, reality, everything. One dice roll. And I yeah. think that was really cool. Like, just, mm-hmm. uh, that was something that just would not have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise. And not, not only yeah. that, uh, Steve pointed out, Varys survived his first combat. That's hey! the yeah. so, it only took a deal with oh, the demon. Actually, <laughs> no, that I mean, combat never happened. No, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, I mean, every... oh, fuck, that combat never that happened. That combat never oh, happened. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, so that can't yeah. count toward my stats. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think, but technically, yeah, inside the combat, <laughs> he's he was alive when, uh, where I forgot what we ended up calling him at. At that point in time, but because it's Merrick and it kept bothering me, so I was like, "Willow's here." (laughs) Um, But when Merrick or when Warrick was was dead or dying and not going to be doing anything else, Varys was still up. Uh, So technically, the way I see it, the way I see this is not that that reality was erased. It's simply 
the it got edited. So it stopped, and then an edit happened where yeah. it just the memory was erased. Ruin it though, uh, mm-hmm. as far as Varys like living through his first fight. I don't think there would have been a short rest between Merrick dying and the Romeo attacking. So I think that would have been the same combat. I actually mm. think the Romeo would have waited an hour. <laughs> no, I, I don't think there would have been, even been a combat. So I think that uh, would have mm. just been like tentacle up, grab the ship down. Mm. <laughs> um, I'll put an asterisk on it for you. Steve says. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Uh, let's talk about. Let's 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 talk about uh, all the lovely stuff. Uh, you know what? Let's talk the about love stuff. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about sex, everybody. Let's That's what we're here to sex, talk about. Baby. Oh, look let's at look at Val. Me. Okay, and I have some things to say. Okay, oh, so did the world. Right? I yeah, I do too. I got feelings and thoughts. I want to hear yours. Just one second. So one of the one of the one of the things that happened. Uh, not only is the ship better and all the crew are in better spirits and all that stuff, Clara and Zalu ended up hooking up in a mostly tasteful uh, interlude on the ship. It could have been worse, Valerie. Read our Discord channel. It could have been worse. Could have been worse. Could have been worse. Um, I think we avoided a lot of the lower-hanging fruit, but... Before we get to everything else, how did you feel about it? Okay, so I was not expecting that, first of all. That is not, like, I knew Clara would catch feelings for Zalu as soon as they met. But first of all, they hadn't even met yet, like, canonically. Like, they they passed each other in the ship and stuff and like, mm-hmm. oh, we're trying to <clears throat> solve this problem together. Yes. That got retconned. And, like, the one time that Zalu had a speaking role, uh, Clara wasn't even in the room. No. But I knew as Brianna, like, oh, first of all, Clara would be interested in that because I'm interested in that. Because I liked the voice and the personality that came with that voice, and I was really excited about it. And then that happened, and I was literally on the other side, like, I was in in the other room recording, like I do, and I was just like, oh my god, how do I do this? Like, I wasn't sure I could get through the scene. Because I'm not composed. And, yeah, so I I really liked it, though, in a sense that it kickstarted something that I'm very excited about. Uh, well, so, okay. it's 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 not just a booty call for no. you. Like, it is a and relationship to Clara. I made that very clear, very right. quick. And I like that we made the joke about, because... Yeah. I'm I'm bisexual and I know about lesbian relationships though I haven't been in a serious one and the joke about like well are we getting married next week like when are we moving in together like that joke is real like that's a thing that some lesbians tend to do um so I thought it was kind of funny but also real for Clara because I think she is a romantic and I I think that was kind of cute uh ooh, uh knocks in the chest. <laughs> How would that scene have gone different if Bree and Jason were in the same room recording that I would have went full tilt? Like, I, se- I would not have pulled I back. I would have ran away. 
I think, I, yeah, Bree would have folded, and it would have just been like, and seen from as soon look, as, like, the... That's a I game of role-play chicken. I'm on it. Like we, we joke about it a lot. <laughs> I don't handle sexual things very well, like jokes or anything like that. You can find in our Twitch channel somewhere a video game where a tiny pixelated character eats too much, gets a tummy, and then dies. Like, that's the that's the death scene. I'm okay. a chubby chaser. We don't mention it often. My face turned so fucking red, and Jason mocked me the rest of that episode. And I just wanted to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, something like that, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. I well, would even, even from some, from, so, like, obviously I was there and I was listening live as it was going on, but it was something that you, like, you could hear, like, there was a lot of hesitation, and it was, I pictured Bree pulling up the covers even though in another room just to, like put yourself in your own bubble and then you were able to do it i didn't even read it that way i read it as like you were it was it was another game of chess where you're like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well played i oh, must God. have you mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. no i was sitting like this i was like <laughs> but yeah like it was very iron bowl i liked that Valerie, you had thoughts. Okay. So like I mentioned before, uh, also this episode I listened to while driving home. (laughs) And I am so happy I was in the car by myself driving. Because when I tell you, I screamed at the top (laughs) of my lungs multiple times oh man I imagine the shattered that that the bass and zalu's <laughs> voice rattling through a car stereo system Don't oh say man that. yeah it just kind of hugs first, and surrounds I you i love her voice the, like for realsies now i just picture a guy on like the bicycle that's right next to your car like at a stoplight <laughs> and just hearing the like reverberated I must have you. He's <laughs> screaming. Uh, yeah. Look, Audible has a whole romance section now, and it's all porn. So, like, that's just normal now. That's that's the world we live in. Was it? Were okay. Is it just uh, the intimacy of the situation? It was just too much. Like it was nails on a chalkboard. Yes, and. Um, like, I'm friends with the people behind the voices. Fair. Mm, that does not help. And I didn't like it. <laughs> Fair. Let's talk about memes. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I've had a conversation with Bree behind the scenes. Many a conversation. Uh, we, yeah, not, because... Not one. Only one or two, you know. It just wondered, every once in a while we look at each other and remember that we live together and then we go oh yeah you uh but this oh no really i'm sorry i just read in theatrical scott said this was the episode that ben finally convinced his mom to listen to dnr no please tell me that's not true please tell me that was a joke (laughs) i need to apologize to ben rob i am so sorry Ben, you're welcome. Yeah, man. Maybe that was the episode to do it with. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know Ben's mom. I'm so sorry. Wow. Oh anyway. Well, sorry, memes. I'm sorry. That's that, ruined. I read that and I couldn't react to anything you were doing. That's fine. So, okay. Memes are a thing on the internet. They just, they're always going to be. And anytime anyone feels pretty much 
any way about a story, it gets memed to death. Now, I have sort of, um, I, I've expressed my feelings on memes. I, I kind of feel like sometimes it can take away from a character or reduce them to a one note joke. Now, there are some characters that totally get by. I think PCs have 10 times more likelihood to move on as long as they have, like, okay, how long did Blue last for Malchus and, you know, Cape Switch Walk Away. Cape, Cape Switch Walk Away, The Greater Good, all that they stuff. They still get brought up, but they don't define the character. Right, because Malchus yeah. has a broad, a, a nice broad CV that he can go, oh, I've done these other things too. If an NPC gets to be on the show, which isn't rare, but it's rare that they get a speaking role and kind of have it be fleshed out, mm. um, it can be very easy for a meme to just define them. Yeah. With the Clara and Zalu thing, I was kind of interested in seeing what people thought of the relationship. And what I ended up seeing was a lot of pussy references. Yeah. A lot of like, mm, Clara likes that pussy. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Like, I saw people make the same joke about four yeah. times. And that's hairball. like, that's- <laughs> hairball was another, it's like, yeah. And, like, I make like, the jokes, too, so, like, I get it, like, and I'm, we've had this conversation a bunch, so please, we're gonna say that a bunch as we say it, because it's like, you've heard this, Yeah. but I think memes are just a part of the internet that you're not gonna stop, and, like, I don't think it takes away from anything, like, the word boy did not ruin God of War. It almost did. I'm sure it almost did, but it didn't. The Clara thing, I, the thing I'm worried about now, and I express this to Jason, is, like, if it's just going to be a joke, then I don't get to have the relationship with that character that I was excited for. And I, I don't, I, I guess back to back, the only two, um, the only two things I can compare it to was like, okay, we got a lot of in-depth thought and analysis of the Merrick situation. And the next episode, all I saw was pussy jokes. So it's very, it's like, is that all that was taken away from that? Damn. I thought, so then I start second guessing. It's like, did I do a bad job? Is that, is that, was that character not interesting enough to take anything out of it other than the fact that she's a cat person? And I'd love to get your guys' thoughts on this because I'm far too close to the situation. So I don't know if that's even something you notice. Because the other example you gave, and just to provide context for people, was Julie. Yeah. Like, Julie is a bitch. That's the joke. And, like... No matter what she's done since that, it doesn't seem like anyone can think past that joke, that meme of Julie being a bitch, even though, like, her and Una have made up, and her and Jadzia have clearly made up, and, like, she's gone off to do different things. And I thought that was a good example of, like, yeah, you're right, she never did kick that. And that's just, I I, I think sometimes people make a very strong first impression, and it's very difficult to to break away from that. Like, Vecna Daddy became a thing overnight. Vecna Daddy was the other one you yeah. brought up. Right, and I can't be mad at that because we sold a shirt with Vecna Daddy on it because <laughs> I, I people really liked it, and that's cool. I don't want to take that away from anybody, but I guess, yeah. like, it's like you're waiting for a review of something, and you, I, I don't know, it's very, it's, it's very difficult. I'd love to get, because you guys are third parties listening, so... Mm-hmm. Does any of that stick out to you, or is it just kind of just just part so, of the internet? So I, I 
two two comments about kind of all that together. The the thing about the the NPC versus PC and kind of those interactions being able to move past the meme and stuff like that. I think that truly boils down to the screen time that they get. You know, Theo is a good example of still being a NPC but being able to move past some of the early content. Yeah. Obviously, that's because he had more screen time. PCs are going to be the same exact thing. Totally. You know, yeah. players are going to be able to move past the blue statement that, you know, Cape Switch walk away because of the screen time. So I think that's just a time thing. Over time, it will be fine. Um, the second thing is, personally, I see the meme about, you know, the whole kind of love relationship thing of more of a reason to show that there's more to it than just that. Um because, I mean, obviously there is a want and a desire to explore that as a relationship in general within that story. So let's prove that it's more than just a one-night stand or a quick, you know, a quick little storyline and then we never see it again. You know, I, that's the way that I would take it. Right. And to Bree's um, credit. I think anything involving sex in a role play, I think that's mm. an easy way to give her anything awkward. Yeah, you Cut. joke about it because it's like, this is weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. And I definitely, I do so, think that time matters too, like you said, because yeah. the Julie thing mm -hmm. is a good example of like, yeah, they made up. We only saw the tail end of their adventure where they made up because it had to be yeah. it's, small enough to fit It's the not enough. Yeah. It's not enough to have this character be fleshed out as the way that she was and her attitude and then later sort of say oh but it's fine now and for people yeah. to go oh i see it's all changed that's right. not how it works I, I really do think to to ryan to to echo what you're saying and what everybody's saying and i think it was said in the chat as well there hasn't been enough time for mm -hmm. zalu to be around for this to become something more than that first glimpse of Oh, you walked out of a hotel room with a person, you know, wearing a cat suit. Okay, what's going on there? And then later, you're just like, oh, I get more context. I see it. I think that it's it's going to be completely fine in the sense mm -hmm. that yes, it's all low hanging fruit. I think that was said in the chat too. It's all just low hanging fruit. It's like get it out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was what maybe sixty, ninety seconds worth of airtime that it all happened. I don't, even, I don't remember. A couple of minutes. Yeah. Now it's like okay, good. Got that out of the way. Get all the low-hanging fruit out of the way. Make the jokes. Now it's Zalu becoming a real thing. And it's not even about the relationship necessarily. It's simply, okay, now there's an opportunity to find out more about Zalu, right, right. which will then mean there's more about Clara, which will mean that there's more for Clara to, to talk to Merrick about or whoever. Yeah. Point is, is that it, it opens up stuff. And I, I think that it's simply the beginning of something that this will be – the memes are just the way to get it out of the way and to also you're dealing with a bunch of nerds. We're all a bunch of nerds oh, totally. who are all very uncomfortable to yeah. the point where it's like, oh, there's sex with cat thing. And how many jokes did we make about it behind the scenes? Like, yeah. well, right. guess what? So I was guilty of it too. About that. You know, yeah, but it's, I did it's it also just dealing. Too. I threw something. Yeah, you know? it's dealing with it the immediate and then moving on. Yeah. Um, and I, so I'm yeah. not worried about it. <clears throat> from my it point of view, uh, from my point of view, like, okay, you guys, you create a character and you might not have the best first outing uh, that first night. But you know you're going to have another session and another session and you'll you'll find that character like 
you know, Valerie, I think you'd be the first to agree that you know, the first time you played Elena, it's like, ah, I'm not, I don't, I don't have it quite yet. <laughs> like I'm like, you're honing in on it as time goes on. There's a lot of times where like I'll create a character and then sit on it for years and then see the trolley coming down the street. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And then I leap and it's, mm-hmm. I, you get one chance to make a first impression and that first impression sometimes just sticks, especially. Sometimes you name a fucking vampire Edward and you're fucked forever. And <laughs> I'm on my third big vampire character. Didn't work out this the first two times. Out, this one's working this one's, out. This one's so far, it, it yeah. isn't dead yeah. yet or anything. Um, but, you know, sometimes you just don't, it doesn't pan out like you think it's going to. So I never know if that first impression is going to be something that's still around in two years. Like, I don't know if I'm going to hear cat memes in 2021 or if that gets to be a character that develops. So it, it's, yeah, it's it, it was in the, it was in the contract with, uh, Barak. It can't oh, happen. Okay. So yeah, there was a 24 hour grace period. And after that, it's not there. So. I mean, I'm looking forward to this kind of being the new Theo, the new Valis of, you know, if someone's that close to the party, then we just have another person to interact with, another person to develop relationships with, another person to help the story. That's that's ultimately yeah. the way that I see it. And that's the and, reason I glob on to NPCs. Not even – so far it's been two romantic ones, so to be fair, like I don't have – but Santos tried her fucking best to get a Warforged to grow, join our party. He just yeah. – he was not having it. So like yeah. I love adding NPCs to the mix as close to the party as they can get because it adds another voice to everything. Yeah. And I like and that. And honestly, we've just landed on a continent that is completely – mysterious and different than our own we may be leaving it soon but also we're now on a continent this person is from that continent so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of reason why zalu doesn't have to be the main character for everything that goes on from this point forward but there's absolutely a very big reason why you know what somebody in this party actually might want to pull zalu aside and say help us oh yeah (laughs) what's going on what can we do here why not that's a really good transition because it was it was kind of cool to just shop in a different environment. Yeah. Like you didn't see a lot of Westport uh, in Talor, but just getting to see different weapons and like showcasing what makes freaking that... grenades. Uh. I mean, like that's I'm I'm that's I'm like so the nervous. golden snitch that I'm holding on to at this point. <laughs> I'm. It's a very Lord of War situation where it's just I picture just weapons stockpiled yeah. in a in a in blink blink is like buying stuff off <laughs> yeah. of the list. Yeah, yeah. Um, Merrick never actually he didn't. Uh, I was getting really tired by the time by the time that episode was <laughs> over, so I, I didn't I didn't push it at all, and I wasn't even thinking because um, it was super late. Um, it was super cool, and I was happy about it, but I didn't go shopping. But I do have stuff that I want Merrick to go shopping for whenever uh, we, we start back up. Good. You guys got money. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, unless anybody has anything they'd like to bring up that we didn't get to cover tonight, uh, and I'll, I'll give you a chance to chime in now. There was a question in the chat I saw earlier, and oh. I'm sorry I don't have the name that was attached to it. In this new universe... Did Avalanche still kill an old man? Totally before? killed a guy. Okay. Damn. Yeah. However, <laughs> less witnesses. Less witnesses. Less witnesses. Okay, fair. Oh, fair. Okay. That's good. Yeah. All right. That's good. 
I'm sad that he still had to go through that, but like, okay. Uh, Spiderhook said, you described the shop, and the thing that popped into my mind was the first Matrix where the gun racks just slid into front. <laughs> That's, yeah. It's the exact same thing that popped in my head. And I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, well, what can yeah, I one do One side now? is the is the linefold. One side is the... Speaking of um, loving NPCs, I love how that shopkeep just kind of like, oh, we're going to take care of you, you tiny little man. We're going to yeah. just oh, yes. harm you to the guild. Oh, like, that guy wasn't a type. shopkeep. He was just a guy? He was just a dude. He was just a dude who wanted to share. It's like, oh, check this out. Like, he was just really... That's oh. amazing. That's He's like a better. gun enthusiast hanging that out. That happened like, to me at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make you build a deck. Let's go. Like you're t- <laughs> You tiny woman. <laughs> Build a deck for me. What, what, what did they get you to buy at Home Depot? What were they trying to get you to buy? Well, we were looking for toolboxes for my brother. And just this man was, like, helping my mom and I pick out a toolbox. And then I found axes. And I was like, what about next? And he was like, that's a good axe. It's, like, Everlast or something. I'm like, okay, thanks. It wasn't Everlast. It, it, it's oh. Everlast is sports equipment. Oh, I don't unless, know. Unless they've really branched out. Ever strong. I don't know. Possible, I don't know. But no, that, that weapon adorable. shop got me really excited about all that stuff. And then, like, I had to sit there and, like, I went back to all the martial art weapons and stuff that I've used in the past. And I was like, okay, well, what would be something that he could use? And it was like, put my mic on mute and then furiously typing into Google of different stuff to be able to look for. And from my point of view, I know dick all about weapons so i'm making stuff up that like it's like well no, on that's... this continent it would probably be a little more primal a little more hand-to-hand for the lion folk yeah. and stuff like that so there'd be a lot of like it's mm-hmm. like let's take advantage of their natural agility size and strength like okay boom and at least in the lion folk ones yes well yeah. that's another reason that lion folk was kind of pushing to k the side of the shop is lion folk stuff. You should buy some lion folk stuff. Don't go over to the uh, gift dry side. Da, 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 da. Wait, well, but also, is that where Clara found the necklace? The gift yeah. dry side? That makes total yeah, sense. No, yep, it, that there's more. Out. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to hurt you from far away because I am small and uh, reading a book right now. But no, I mean, with the just the fact that Varys fights with his hands, I mean, that's that's perfect for all of that. So, you know, there we go. Uh, G Soto says, uh, Jason, you own more weapons than most use. That's true. That's fair. I have been gifted yeah. weapons, and I have splurged on weapons. You have. We we got to hang that up. We got hangers now. Yeah. So I got a broadsword. I put, that I put hangers for his broadsword in his stocking yeah. because you go to like Amazon and like type in sword hanger and see what comes up. Is that what happens? <laughs> Actually, yes. Okay. <laughs> and there's some really there, cool there's, ones. There's I couldn't afford. There for I couldn't afford the really cool ones. I went. I went the cheapo route. That's a fine. Bit, but. As long as it sticks up on the wall, yeah. it's it's for home defense mostly. So like mm. it's you know that makes. I sense. feel like the axe would be better for home defense. Oh, well, the axe is much more portable. Yeah. Uh, but my desk is a little in the way. It's more of a display piece right now. No. I <laughs> no. I am not kidding. Like I like okay. I would like to think that if 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 we were about to be burgled, uh, that. <laughs> You see someone coming at you with a broadsword, you'd probably think twice. I would like to think. Either that or I would be shot instantly. Especially like, if you're just in your boxers, like how you sleep. Oh like, my god, yeah. No. Just like running towards please, the door. Please, like a barbarian. A giant hairy man running at you. With a <laughs> just, you got a broadsword in one hand and an axe in another. Yeah. 
please just always have it coated with a very thin layer of oil and just light it on fire. Oh. Just so I, we can have this, you and your boxers in a t-shirt. Yep. We'll be less That's burgled, it, but more houseworked flaming broadsword. Yeah. Yeah. That needs to be a poster. Just in general. You know what? I'm saying that sexy DNR calendar's got to be a thing one day. (laughs) And we just, yeah. Because, I mean, I think at this point, I think you have more weapons than I do. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, no, you do. Yes, How many do do you have? Uh, Well, considering all mine are ones that I train with, and I don't have, like, a lot of copies of them. This is Uh, is a different podcast. This is a different podcast. (laughs) We'll we'll talk after the show. (laughs) This is like its own podcast. It could be another thing. You know what? When Museum Replicas was a sponsor, I wish I had money back then because I would have purchased so much shit from them. Oh my, I may still do that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, everybody, for sticking with us through 2019. That's it. That's all we got for you guys. Uh, We will see you. Uh, early in January, everything's gonna change. January first, you're gonna you're gonna wake up and you're gonna see a brand new DNR, brand new Patreon, um, brand new episodes, brand new everything. Trust us, uh, and we can't wait to get your thoughts and feelings on everything. If you haven't had a chance to check out our Patreon, go to Patreon.com/slash/dandr, uh, and for just a dollar. You can get a dollar. You can get uh, some some really prime content. And if you're out of episodes for five dollars, you get behind the scenes stuff. And trust me, we're idiots and we ramble on for hours. And uh, we talk mostly about food because that seems to be our our passion and the thing we fight over the most on all three groups. Yeah. 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 It cycles through food and Pokemon for a while. It was, and some other stuff. Yeah. 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 Ranch ranch dressing. Yeah. Here lately we've had different, uh, questions from Bree. So that's true. I stole that idea from Susan just to give credit where it belongs. Um, Okay. But yeah, I mean, but it's it's starting to mix up. We're starting to get a little bit of everything I think Ian, in there. Ian grabbed some questions for the one I'm on. He, he at least had one question about bees. So yeah, we usually just argue about food on Group B. Uh-huh. Group B, one of us says, "Oh man, I just had blank," and then half of the group says, "Yay, blank," and then the other half says, "Fuck you, I'll kill you," and then we we talk about that for a good hour. You have opinions on candy corn that I don't co-sign. I, that's, that's fine. You can be wrong. Um, uh, thank you guys so much. We will see you uh, in 2020 with a brand new Group B. Mm-hmm. Double crits. Bye! Bye! Bye. See you later.